Welcome to She Who Overcomes, the podcast where we equip women of all walks of life to be extraordinary leaders. I'm Mandy B. Anderson. And I'm Rachel Perman, and we are your hosts. We are the co-founders of Rayma Team, a life and leadership coaching company for women. Each week, we're going to have conversations about what we're overcoming, what we are learning, and what our guests are learning so that you can find the clarity and direction that you need to rise up, lead well, and live with intention. What you've overcome makes you a leader, no matter what your title is. So grab your coffee and let's talk about it. Hey, Overcomers, welcome back to the show. And actually, welcome to our 100th episode. Yay, that's amazing. This is exciting. I know we've reached 100 episodes or close to that before in our past, I think. I don't know. We changed podcasts. We've had many times. shows. We've had many shows. So we've we've definitely been in it for the long haul yes. this time around. Yes. And but- it, I think this show was officially started almost three years ago. So we've taken some breaks. Yeah, clearly. absolutely. And you did a bunch of them without me in I the did. beginning. So technically, I have not reached 100 I episodes of this show. I have way more fun having you with me. I like, think I like fun. I like this format. And I know like in 2022, we probably have some amazing guests that we're going to bring on that we have been guests on their shows. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to return the favor and have great conversations with these women as well. But that's not today. <laughs> that is not this day. That is and not that this is day. not our 100th episode. No. <laughs> I think it's funny that our 100th episode is what it is. But first, um, I think you have a shout out that you wanted to give. I do. So okay. we have a shout out to a listener who left us a review on iTunes. And we just love when you guys leave reviews. So Clarissa said, just started this podcast and it already has me feeling I can conquer Anything that comes my way with just having faith. That's amazing. Thank you so much for leaving that. that review on iTunes. And if any of you were like, oh, I want to shout out or I want to tell them what I think about this podcast. Nice things only if you don't like it, you don't have to leave a review. Yeah. Um, but if you love it, let us know. <laughs> we can't. Also, if you hate it and you do leave a nasty review, we can't delete that. So I guess we can't. We'll just, so just please you know. don't let us know. We'll yeah. Just don't listen to it anymore. There you go. Way to do it. <laughs> yeah, I, that's that's awesome. Thank you, Clarissa. We love that you are listening. I love that that she says that um, she can conquer anything that comes her way with just having faith because we don't talk about it's not like we talk about faith in every episode, mm-hmm. but even just having faith in yourself, having yes. faith, you know, whether it's in in God or faith right. in something like right. ha- faith is a big deal. Yes. And you I can't think you have can, faith and fear at the same time. No. And I think you can call it courage or confidence oh, yes. or whatever you want to call it. The fact that this podcast is helping her build that little by little, I think is amazing. So thanks yeah. for leaving that review. So today's episode being our 100th episode and coming out on November 23rd, like right heading into Thanksgiving. Right. So we are definitely going to be equipping you gals and guys, just all our listeners with the skills to have a more meaningful holiday season. And we have to give a shout out and a thank you to Jen, one of our pod squatters. If you guys have never heard this term before, it's not one that we coined. No, I've heard many people call their groups yeah. Pod squad. I, like, I feel groups. like Shalene Johnson was maybe one of the first. She's the first one I was made aware of. But I know a bunch of other people are calling like mm-hmm. the people that listen to the podcast and we hang out on yep. an online community on Facebook and we're called pod squatters. So our pod squad is called the Overcomers Club. Mm-hmm. 
And we asked our listeners a couple of days ago, like, what are some topics that you would like us to cover as we end the year? Because we always have a plan. We have a plus. We have a plus. And then every now and then we remember to ask you guys what you think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's usually when we find out a plus. And yes. then we're like, oh, yes. I, bet, I bet our podcast listeners really know they something they want us to talk about. Yeah. So here is the question that Jen left us in the group. Um, and listen to the end. We'll tell you how you can become a part of that group. But um, Jen says... I want to know how to deal with family drama during the holidays. How do you know when to hold them, when to fold them, when to walk away, and when to run? (laughs) But seriously, all that holiday drama that seems inevitable with some people in our lives. So today's 100th episode is called Holiday Family Drama, How to Avoid It and Have a Meaningful Holiday Season. I think it's funny that we're saying how to avoid it because I think that I think it's true that some of it is inevitable. When it we're is, talking about families, right? we're talking about holidays. Um, some drama is just to be expected. So it's more like, let's go in with a plan right? so that we can handle it and we know exactly when we're going to hold them and fold them and walk away and when to run. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think it's important for sure to know all of that ahead of time. I know when we were talking about the tips, and you're like, what are the tips? I'm like, I think it all comes down to preparing ahead of time and not it just does. like showing up, whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever it is that you're celebrating with your families um, over this year. Even if you're not even celebrating anything, you're just getting together with your your family for whatever um, birthdays. But I wish we would have had like some jingle bells so we could have been like, ding, 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 holiday family drama. (laughs) That's what we're talking about today. Um, I had this idea that just popped in my head that we don't have in our notes because I think the very first thing we have to ask ourselves Mm -hmm. is, am I the drama? (laughs) Like, which we're laughing. I mean, honestly, uh, that's probably a great question it is. to ask yourself. That's a very um, self-aware type right? of question. And but if I, you listen to this podcast, you're already a pretty self-aware human. Right. Or at least you are starting to become one or you want to become one. So that might be the one first of the first things. things and I think if ask. you've been hanging out on Instagram Reels at all, you know the real we're talking about because it's it, it either has puppies, sometimes it has people. And it's like, am I the drama? I'm not the drama, am I? I no. don't think I'm the drama. I, I can't be, am I? <laughs> and so I think it's always good to ask yourself that because I think every single one of us sometimes can be the drama. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We all have things that we're passionate about. We, we all do. have things that we um, disagree on or agree on. And I think family is is uh and family gatherings is one of the mm-hmm. places that that can really come out to play because there's so many people in one small space. Right? Yeah. And so I think there are also varying levels of family drama. Mm-hmm. Some people have experiences in their history where the family drama is way more on a toxic level. Other people have family drama that's on a comical, funny, crazy right. level, like yep. a, like not necessarily like a toxic, comedy movie. <laughs> kinda. I mean, th- like I think back to there's this movie um, from when we were younger called um, Sleep. No, where, where while you were sleeping, mm-hmm. that's what it is. I was getting mixed up with Sleepless in Seattle. 
But in one of the episodes, like there's all these conversations happening at this table Mm -hmm. and you hear all these things. And one of them is like, "Mm, these mashed potatoes are so creamy. And then other people are talking and they keep talking. And then she's just, "Mm, Mary mashed them. Like it's just this (laughs) thing. And so sometimes the family drama is that everybody's talking on top of each other and nobody's listening. Oh, our family can get like a mind can. And it's funny. We talk a lot. Like, yeah. And and we're loud and we laugh and we have a great time and all of that. And so I think there's drama that can be like dramatic, like it's fun. And right. then, you know, it's like quick and, and it only happens every so often. And like, there's some things you put up with because it is only every so often. And it's like fast and furious and, and you have a great time. And then there's drama, right? like toxic drama, like conversations that lead to hurt feelings and families not communicating after that or, you know, um, things like that, mm-hmm. where it's just uh, it can be dramatic and fun or it can be drama filled. And we're definitely talking more towards the drama yeah, filled, way more drama filled. And sometimes it can even be a little bit of both of like the funny drama and the mm-hmm. drama filled. And so I think our very first tip would be to know your boundaries and not just your boundaries, but even like your immediate family. Like if you have a husband, yep. if you have kids, um, everybody that sleeps under your roof. Yes. What are your boundaries? Yep. That's the conversation to have beforehand. You can't even have it like you have to have it before you park the car. Oh, yeah. Like it can't happen in the driveway. It has to no. be a thing that happens beforehand. <laughs> no, it cannot. And it certainly isn't one you want to just assume that everybody knows what the boundaries mm-hmm. are especially in your immediate family, whether it's just you in your immediate family, if you're going into the holidays as a single person, or if you're going into the holidays with a spouse or a partner or, you know, having children or whatever, I think it's definitely a conversation that has to be held probably even before Mm -hmm. um, the day of. I know for us, I have definitely had these conversations with my kids way ahead of time because Oftentimes, too, like kids like to process things yep. a little differently. So it gives them time to ask questions without having like drama in the car on right. the way to wherever it is that you're going on expectations, on boundaries, on um, all kinds of things that just everybody needs to know ahead of time. Like mm-hmm. family things that you need to know before we get to grandma's house or grandma's mm-hmm. house or, you know, who, whatever it is that you're doing. So what are some of the boundaries that people should have? Okay, well, this, this is a big one, I feel like, this year, but it should be all the time. Yes. Um, the first thing is probably topics, and it'll be topics that you will walk away from, topics you might have something you want to say, like, you know, that's not something I'm I'm comfortable talking about anymore, or whatever. Sometimes mm-hmm. for people, it is easier to just get up and walk away um, from a conversation that could turn ugly. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's not great, um, but you kind of got to just feel it out with your own family. You guys know what your family can mm-hmm. handle and what they cannot, but definitely knowing ahead of time as a family, as yourself, um, what it is that you are comfortable talking mm-hmm. about and what it is you are not comfortable talking about. Mm-hmm. And I think if we're going to, okay, if we're going to go into this, I think something we should add is I think there are definitely listeners who are going to be people that shut down in conversations that can get heated. And then conflict, are, yeah. Yep. Um, and we're not talking like family conflict. We're even talking things like um, topics where you have differing opinions, right? Politics, like politics, religion, religion yes. all the things going on in the world right now, yes. like any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Some people will shut down when they hear it. 
um, other people will be challenged and they want to have a confrontation and it yes. like lights their fire. And so if you're thinking about boundaries on which topics you're going to walk away from or which topics you're not even going to get into. Or bring up. Or because bring sometimes up. even that, if yes. I the drama, am I bringing up topics yes. that I already know are going to be a problem just because I haven't worked through it myself? Right. Now is not the time for family therapy. No. And like airing all the things. No. So make sure that these topics are ones that you know how you yes. feel about them and where you stand. And and also realize if you bring up one of those topics mm-hmm. or you're in that conversation and somebody leaves the room, don't take that personally. Like right. that is their boundary. If they are yeah. leaving the conversation, it's because that's a boundary for them whether they realize it or not. Right. And so honor that. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's part of boundaries that we don't talk about enough Mm -hmm. is knowing, okay, what do we do when somebody else has a boundary that we weren't prepared for? Right. And how do we not internalize that and make it worse? Because sometimes we do, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. And and even realizing that things that are talked about on social media um, don't make, typically do not make great conversations for the holidays. (laughs) No, I mean, if that's the one major tip we can right? give you, I mean, maybe not right. talk about. Maybe come in with a list of topics of other things yeah. you could talk about. Um, mm-hmm. Actually going in prepared with different questions to ask your family members that yeah. have nothing to do like, with religion or politics or anything you're talking yeah. about on social media with your friends. That could be a great way to it make sure be. you're not the drama and kind of be the temperature gauge mm-hmm. in the room instead of just reacting yeah. to everything. Or even it's a great way to redirect a right. conversation that you can tell is heading down a bad direction. Yes. And so some of the questions you could even ask would be like, what is your favorite Thanksgiving memory or yep. Christmas memory? Like, what are the traditions that you love? Or even if you're getting together with people that you haven't seen in a really long time, like years, mm-hmm. ask them, what are the traditions you guys have for right. Christmas and why? Like, what does that mean to you? Start asking those type of questions mm-hmm. instead of all of this surface level, fluffy, but also conflict creating. Yes. Like hard topics right. that don't get us anywhere. Or even asking things like, you know, what was what was your famous group? favorite Christmas memory as a child or what was your Mm -hmm. favorite Christmas present to receive? Like, this is a great time to actually learn about your family members. And um, I know Mandy and I were even talking about it in the car. We're having, you know, our grandparents are getting older, our great aunts and Mm -hmm. uncles are getting older and and people are passing on um, in our lives. And that was a great time to actually ask these questions. Mm -hmm. And it's a great way to kind of, um, because Honestly, you guys, there are other topics to there talk are about so many than, other than topics. religion and politics. Like, there's so many other ways that you can mm-hmm. um, you can have a family well, holiday, and it does come down to who's controlling the conversation. It does. Um, yeah. And if you're asking the questions, guys, you're controlling the conversation. Yep. If nobody's told you that before, mm-hmm. the person who's asking the questions is the person who's directing which way the conversation is going. So go in prepared. And if nobody's asking questions and everybody's directing, just talking, <laughs> nobody's controlling the right. conversation. It's a, it's it's a muck. It has run a muck. <laughs> it's a mess. Somebody needs to rein it in. Right. So even getting like um one of those guided journals mm-hmm. or those little like there's all kinds of little journal books where it's like my my life or like yep. a grandpa's life or a parent's life or something like that. Getting those fun little guided journals and asking questions from that. Mm-hmm. Um, when my grandpa passed away, my my aunt gave me this book 
that I had actually gotten my grandpa for Christmas like a decade earlier. Mm. And it was this little book for grandpa to fill out and tell me about his life. And he started he filled out like half of it. Okay. And the things he shared in there were things none of us knew. Mm hmm. Like we'd never talked about it. And so get a book like that and make it into this fun family thing, mm -hmm. right? Like it doesn't have to just be like same old, same old. Right, exactly. Start the tradition if you don't yep. have one. Make a new one. Yep, make a new one. And so that goes into line with boundaries because um, you need to know what you're going to walk away from. And you also need to know what is it you want to create. Right. Like what is the experience that you want to create? Mm-hmm. As a family and for your family. Right. This is not all just what are you going to give up or what right. are you going to go into like expecting dread wise mm -hmm. of, oh, no, what's going to happen when they bring up this topic or this mm -hmm. conversation or, you know, whatever, like go in there yeah. with a plan. And that is all down to boundaries. But what else do they need to go in there with a plan besides their topics? What's, right. what's another one of the things that comes down to boundaries and preparing ahead of time so that. There isn't. So um, I think these two go together. Okay. Um, one is how long you're going to stay at each celebration. Mm -hmm. And if you're traveling, where are you going to stay? Yes. So I think something to keep in mind is we all refuel in different ways. Mm -hmm. And so for some of us, staying at our family's house with a whole bunch of people and we're all cramped creates more stress than is needed. Right. Right. And mm -hmm. so a boundary in that situation might be, we're going to stay at a hotel because we just need time to ourselves yep. to introvert. Yep. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I think if you are listening to this and you are the type of person who has been offended when people do that, it's time to release that and mm -hmm. bless them and understand it has nothing to do with you. It's how right. they are. That's a boundary right. for them. Right. And, and honestly, if you think about it, they are there for all of the important things. Right. They are yeah. there for all of the, them know, the meeting, gathering and the merrymaking and yeah. all of that. Them but, needing their own personal space to sleep and get ready. Like that, <laughs> that is them. Right. Okay? It's not on you. Just, right. It's, it's okay. <laughs> it is like, okay, for instance, Rachel and I are going this weekend to the Pride of Dakota. By the time you listen to this, it's done. But we were in Fargo for the Pride of Dakota holiday show. We mm -hmm. have two separate hotel rooms. We do. Because your youngest is also coming with us. And we thought, oh, maybe we need to give one up and then we can all share a room. And then we realized we're going to be sick of each other. Yep. We're going to spend literally all, all the, the time day together. Three and we whole know days this. working sun up to sundown. And right. it's going to be a blast. But we're going to need time to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I don't take that personally. I don't I right. don't take that as a dig. She does, you don't take that as a dig. No, it is a it is a necessary expense yes. for us to stay best friends and business partners yes. to have separate <laughs> Some hotel rooms. Personal space. Right. This So this I think when you are thinking about this as a family, like realizing, okay, that's that is part of the process that is stressful for us as a family is mm -hmm. where we're staying and all this stuff. So we're going to yep. remove the stress. Yep. And give ourselves space. Yes, absolutely. And that's okay. The other thing is, how long are you going to stay at each celebration? Right. So for those that are not necessarily traveling right. out of state, or you're more like, um, for you know, where all of your in-laws yes. live within driving distance, mm -hmm. or like you have the co-parenting situation, yes. like we have. So our kids have grandparents. They have so many grandparents. Mm -hmm. So many celebrations and. How do you rein that in? And honestly, the only way you do that is by literally deciding how long you're going to stay at yes. each thing or lunch at this place, supper at that place. Mm -hmm. Or maybe this year we literally don't do 
all of the places. Yes. That's I, all boundaries to know ahead of time. And this is why you guys talk about it yeah, ahead of time. Yeah, it has you to be ahead of time. You cannot decide this on the road, on the way there, no. how long you're going to stay or what is mm-hmm. going to be happening for the rest of the day. Because I think that's where drama comes in that doesn't does. need to be. Especially yep. between you and your partner, you and your immediate family, anybody affected by how long you're going to mm-hmm. stay, uh, where you're going to stay, um, and whether or not you're going to be a delightful person to drive home with. Right. Um, because you didn't <laughs> know how to handle the conversations or redirect anything. Like, yes. these are the people that you need to have the conversations with ahead of time. Yeah. Your immediate family, the people <laughs> under your roof. And the thing about this is, too, like, I know that there are listeners who have very complicated relationships with their family, in their family, mm-hmm. where maybe there are some people that... um have had some very traumatic and toxic backgrounds. Maybe they are alcoholics. Maybe they are going through things that you want to shelter your kids from. Mm -hmm. And then the question becomes, well, now they're going to be there. Do we show up at all? Yep. And I think you have to assess that on your own Mm -hmm. as a family with what you're comfortable with, what, what you are going to be triggered by possibly or not. The other thing is, I think there does come a time where you reach a point where you are healthy enough where you and your family can be around those individuals for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And and that is also showing like that you are willing to still put in an effort. Right. Some emotional maturity. Yes, some emotional yes. maturity. Granted, there are definitely situations where that's not possible right. for this season or ever, depending on the yep. very different dynamics. But I think those situations are actually less than than um, maybe for, for other people. Like, right. not everybody has that same situation No, in their and life. I think when you do ho- have those situations, that's been an ongoing thing. That's not like right. a brand new information that you yes. are like, all of a sudden, there's family drama. Right. We're talking about the, the things that come up in families, right. not necessarily like these year after year things. So right. we, we have definitely had to have these conversations yes. in our families. There have been seasons where... We don't go to certain things or or we only go for a little while or the conversations that we have with the kids are way different when they were little compared to the conversations yep. we have now um, on, you know, topics that are brought mm-hmm. up, uh, members of the family that might be there, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I never bring my kids into any family situation without them knowing who's going to be there um, and kind of the expectation mm-hmm. that we have based on their age. Um, based on what they've gone through with that person, all of that. Like, mm-hmm. but those are 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 standing conversations in right. families where there are these different yep. hard dynamics. But I think really this one's about that holiday drama that can be because right. it's been really kind of a polarizing time over it the last been. few years. And and I think that's the point where you need to get to you need to get to that point where you can be like, okay, you know what? Even in a situation like that, okay, this person's gonna be there. We know about it ahead of time. Mm-hmm. We're going to go and we are going to love them from afar, yep. give them their space. And this is how long we're going to be at this right. celebration. Right. Like that's when having a timeline is really the important. The timeline is really great. We've used yep. that a lot in the past. We also have code words. There you go. <laughs> if, you know, we have not gotten to that time, but something has happened or something will happen. And we're trying to mm-hmm. tell the other person, tell our spouse, like, Okay, now is the mm-hmm. time to wrap this up. It is time to go. So, um, and you can make it funny. You can do it however you mm-hmm. want to, because even if there's not a history of trauma, sometimes having a code word with your spouse on this is the time to leave, yeah. uh, that can be useful in all kinds of situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think when it comes to boundaries, we've given you a lot to think about. Mm-hmm. And maybe even just, you know, 
play this podcast for your your partner or significant other or your spouse, but also have that conversation of, okay, what are the topics that we're not going to go into? Or, right. you know, maybe usually in a situation like that, there's one of you that might be more prone to debating or like being pulled into it. I have no idea it. what that could possibly be like, but I bet right? there are people who I would spouses. think there are. One and, spouse likes to do the debating yes, and the other does not. Yes. And and knowing like, okay, how are we going to get out of that? Mm-hmm. Because I'm the type of person where I will hold my tongue to a point and then I can't handle it anymore. I have to say something. Right. And so I need to learn, like, that's part of the thing that I'm learning is, okay, what am I going to say? When is it even necessary? necessary? Because sometimes it's not. Right. Right. So knowing when it's okay to say something and when it's not, that's like, am I the drama? Right. Um, but I think the other thing with this whole idea of holiday family drama is knowing your own personal capacity. Yes. <laughs> I think which is, is so a important. huge thing because I think you almost need to know this before you set boundaries because Oh, I, I agree. Yeah, I think they might you don't know what the boundaries be a little be. bit backwards Could in be. our if you're like, well, what was step one if that is step one? Right. They kind of really do go hand in hand. They really do. You need do. to know your capacity so you can mm-hmm. set your boundaries. And oftentimes your boundaries are going to kind of tell you what your capacity is. Yeah. At. So, Rachel, you have this funny thing where we'll each tell our <laughs> story. Okay. So I'll bring yours in and you can bring mine in. Okay. But um, Rachel has this thing this year that she just told me today in the car. Right. And that is, I am only making gravy gravy for Thanksgiving, and that is it. That is it. Okay. So tell me about that. So for the last, oh gosh, I don't know, like most of my life, my mom has hosted Thanksgiving for her side of the family, and which has been great because I've mostly lived in the same town that my mom has lived in, which means we don't usually have to travel. Um, but it also means that a lot of times I am doing more of the complicated dishes. So like not anything that's going to travel well. So we're often doing like the potatoes or we're doing like all these other things that have to go in the oven early or there's a lot of prep work for. And this November, um, A, I'm traveling a ton. Like I'm gone three weekends in a row. It is like I'm at, at the recording of this podcast. I'm halfway through the mm-hmm. traveling and my body is just kind of like, what are we doing? Like I am not a hundred percent great with my nerve pain and all of that. And it's just like, whoa, this is not, this is not okay. Like my mm-hmm. emotional capacity, my physical capacity, um, all of it. And so I was talking to my mom the other day because um, we are now going to be going out of town for a great reason for mm-hmm. Thanksgiving this year. And I told my mom, um, cause she's still, doing the turkey which i'm like okay and i said and she goes i would like you to make the gravy and i said that's great i can do that but i cannot do anything else like i will just be coming off of another three day like literally Mm -hmm. you know we just said it pride of dakota uh for three days of standing and interacting and all of the things like i might be a zombie person still by Mm -hmm. thursday um and i said that's all i can do like that is my capacity is gravy like mm-hmm. nothing else <laughs> my capacity is gravy. my capacity is gravy because i don't have to pre-plan anything i mm-hmm. just have to show up like the bird just has to cook make the drippings i already i can make gravy like the back of my hand it is not a big deal so um yeah that's and i don't, i'm not sure i've ever actually said that out loud i might have thought it in my head before that i'm like please don't ask me to make anything complicated this mm-hmm. year um but i think that's the first time i've been like listen gravy and that's it mm-hmm. and I'm okay with that because that is where my capacity is at. And I think if I if I volunteered for anything else, it would be a disaster. Mm-hmm. And it would be full of drama because I would be upset before we even get there. Mm-hmm. 
And I, we have to know that about ourselves, yes, like goes, our capacity. It goes right into that. And it, and I think um, uh, I think we were even talking about this earlier with our inner circle um, champions and we were talking to them today, like even comes down to decorations. Yes. Sometimes like, like legit, look at where you are literally right now. What is your what is your schedule like? What is your emotional capacity like? What mm-hmm. is going on that same week? What is going on the week before, the week after, the weekends? How are your kids doing? I mean, come mm-hmm. on, guys. We need to really think about yes. this sometimes. And on that note, Mandy, <laughs> I think this is insane because there's only, there's like, a- you guys don't have enormous families with a ton of siblings. No. But at one point in your life, you used to have seven Christmas celebrations, yes. right? Yes. So what happened okay. to get you down to now you have one? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I should say we have two. two. But... um. One big one. Okay. So what what happened was when Nate and I when Nate and I got engaged, it was over Christmas, mm-hmm. and um, we fit in seven Christmases that year because we had a Christmas with both of our parents, and then we had a Christmas with each of our grandparents, and then we had our own Christmas. <laughs> so we each had like three Christmases on each side of our family, and then between the two of us, right. And the first year, like, that was fun, right? Like, we're engaged. Right. It's all this stuff. It's like, exciting. Awesome. Everybody's happy. And then, but we didn't realize that we were setting the tone of expectation forever in our marriage when we did that. Like, that's, she almost spit out her water. I I was like, that. <laughs> forever. Like, forever and always. We accidentally um, set an expectation. We, we did. didn't mean to. I think we did this for the first seven years of our marriage. I'm not even kidding. It like, was that it, long. It was a long time. I mean, it might have even been the first decade because it's only been since we moved here that we, it, we did this for a decade because we have been almost married for 20 years. So for a decade, we had seven Christmases. It was a nightmare. It was exhausting. I loved seeing all the people, but emotionally and physically, it was exhausting. Right. It was just too much. And so what we do now, like we drew a line in the sand and we're like, we cannot do this any longer. Mm -hmm. And some of those Christmases, I mean, on my husband's side, some of like one side of his family has like, I don't even know anymore how many grandkids or great grandkids. It's a giant amount of people. Right. And so it was, it was just too much. It was just too (laughs) much. Just too much. And so we decided about a decade ago that we need to change this because I, I mean, none, neither one of us were enjoying it by the time it was getting close to done because we were exhausted. No, I mean, I think there are movies made about this kind of disaster. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And so, um, what we've done is now we split up because we used to also, do two Thanksgivings and I was seven say, Christmases. You had like a huge Thanksgiving. We did then plus too. my birthdays in there. Like it, it's just, just from like Thanksgiving to the end of the year is busy for all right. of us. But I mean, we had birthdays in there too, and it was just a mess. And when we all lived in the same town as our parents, like both sets of parents, mm-hmm. it was it was harder to put down those boundaries. I think because we were there. Right. There's a lot of obligation. There's when a lot of obligation are, when you're all in the same town. Yes. That is and for so sure. Also at that point in our lives, we really were clueless to boundaries. We didn't understand it. We hadn't done any, any personal growth on our part to even understand what that meant. Mm-hmm. So when we moved here is when we started coming up with better boundaries and realizing what we can actually handle and what we can't. And some of that was based on, my husband's work schedule because he was in the oil field at the time. So he would work two weeks on, two weeks off. Right. I wasn't going to travel all over the state to all these different Christmases by myself. So we now, for the last decade, 
have done um we do thanksgiving with with my parents or his parents mm-hmm. and whoever we do thanksgiving with then the big christmas is with them the the other side opposite okay. so like for thanksgiving this year we are meeting with my family and then for christmas we're going down to missouri to see nate's family mm-hmm. and how we do this is if grandparents are at that then we see them if they're not then we don't okay um I usually fit in like a quick little Christmas with my parents because if we're not, what happens with with Nate's family since they live in Missouri, if we are there for Thanksgiving, we actually do Thanksgiving and Christmas all at the same time. Right. You guys go down with like Christmas gifts and all of that. But if we're there for Christmas, then we will do a quick little Christmas with my parents beforehand or after. Mm -hmm. Like I think we're doing Christmas with them a day or two before we leave this year. Right. And so we, we live in the same town as my parents right now. So... That's easy to fit in. But I mean, these seven Christmases, man, it was it was literally like that movie Four Christmases. Yep. That's the one I've mm-hmm. been thinking of in yeah. my head. But even more Christmases. Oh, my. And we have thought and we've done this part way. Like we used to think. So if you're not familiar with the premise of the movie Four Christmases, it's um, Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn. Mm-hmm. And they're this married couple who doesn't have kids. Right. And they always travel over Christmas. And the way that they get out of it with their family <laughs> is they fib and they say that they are doing like some sort of philanthropy work. Right. Like they're going on. A they're trip going on a help. trip to help these orphans. They're not. They are going on an exotic trip for themselves. Right. And then they get stuck in the airport with this big, bad snowstorm and they get stuck being interviewed on TV about missing their flight and their family sees this. And so now it's like, oh, no, now we're stuck here. Right. Now we have to go to these Christmases because our family knows that we're here (laughs) because they saw us on TV. And so they fit in these four different Christmases. And that was literally our life. Like, that's what it felt like. Only instead of fitting in four Christmases in a day. We were like traveling all over, fitting seven Christmases in three days. Right. So it was it was almost worse because there was further to go and snowstorms and all the things. So now this is what we do. Right. It's just two Christmases. Sometimes Christmas is in November. Sometimes it's not. Right. Yeah. And it's much better. I mean, I think that we are definitely more peaceful about it. Well, you can really enjoy the people that you're we, with because we you know the yes. boundaries around the time frame that everybody is together. So sometimes you have to put boundaries down around your gravy and what yes. you're going to contribute <laughs> to the meal. And sometimes you have to put boundaries down about how many meals you will eat that day and how exactly. many places you will be going. And some exactly. years it's both, some years it's some. Um, so now, if you haven't already, if you're listening to this mm-hmm. in real time on Tuesday, Thanksgiving is on Thursday and you yes. are expected to be doing all of these things. Now is the time to have the conversation. Yeah, have the conversation. Yeah. And and if it is like, if this is your first year where you're like, oh my gosh, we have 14 Christmases and we need to scale <laughs> it down some. That like, follow through with whatever you need to yes. this year and start setting up the expectation for next yep. year. Like, I think we kind of prepped our family. I think we started telling them, this is the last year we're doing this. Like, yep. we would tell them that, that and then, many times yeah. over and over. And then we had to remind them the next time <laughs> yes. around. Like, we we do sometimes still have to remind them. Like, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, after a while, it's it was fine. Like right. now, our family knows what to expect. I feel like we're all happier because nobody's stressed out about right. it. I feel like my kids are going to probably have to sit down and have this conversation. Probably, at some point. I will probably be like. That's fine. Josh and I are going to take off and do yeah. you, do the vacation and, thing. You go visit your dad and, mm-hmm. you know, like, because I don't want to do that pressure for our kids. Right. Either. Like, I don't want to have that perpetuate itself. 
generation we, after generation. We did like uh, several years ago, we took a trip from like December 15th to Christmas Eve mm-hmm. just for the two of us. And we loved it. Like, I think we would do it again. We've talked about it because our anniversary is in mm-hmm. January um, on the years that I'm not sure how many more years we have left where all three of them would be, you know, at their right. dad's over Christmas time, but it hasn't happened yet. But I told Josh, if it does happen, mm-hmm. I want to get out of town. It, like, and, it I, was and a I'm blast. sure my all of our parents listening to this are already like, oh, wait, no, you got to be here. No, yeah, no. this is your warning ahead of time. If yeah. this happens and our kids are not going to be with us for Christmas, I want to get out of here. See, and <laughs> when we did it, we came home on Christmas Eve. So we still had like a Christmas gathering with my mom and dad and okay. they were taking care of our dog at the yep. time. And so we still had that, but it was almost like we were refreshed and ready for it because we had had this vacation. Exactly. Yeah. So it was great. Like we, I would do that again. I would love to go actually over Christmas mm-hmm. to New Year's uh, and we're not quite at that point in that our lives, but I think too. someday we will. Yep. So, well, Josh's birthday is is New Year's Eve, and so right. someday, someday mm-hmm. we'll be we'll be doing vacations like that. Yes. So, um, for those of you who are like, okay, I I'm getting some stuff from this. I feel like I need a little bit more training. What do I do? Um, episodes sixty eight and episode six are going to give you some continued. <laughs> Um, education tips and education on this whole topic. So episode 68 of She Who Overcomes is called Where Do We Go From Here? A conversation about navigating conflict and opposing views. And then episode six is called The Courage to Resolve Conflict. Now, I'm not saying you need to go into the holidays ready to resolve conflict, but what you learn in episode six can actually help you resolve some conflict in your own heart before you get there, right. which will help you get rid of some drama. <laughs> It really will. Like, that's what it's about. It's not about like, hey, I'm here for Christmas. Let's focus on overcoming the conflict in our families. No, listen to it for you. Not the time. Listen to it for you to work on some of that yourself so you don't hold a fence when you go to family gatherings. That's what that's for. All right. So before we leave, we got a couple of things we want to tell you guys. So we do have an upcoming event. Um, It's the 2022 Life and business plan virtual retreat. So this is actually our fourth annual um, life and business plan retreat. And we are doing this on December 10th and 11th. And you are invited. Uh, the whole The whole retreat this year is virtual. Mm-hmm. So anybody, everybody, if you are available December 10th and 11th, we would love you to be there because a woman with a vision for her life is unstoppable. We absolutely believe that and we want to help. So register today at www.ramateam.com slash 2022 planning retreat. If you want to make it easier than that, then just go to the homepage. It is right up at the top. Click mm-hmm. the links and you can get signed up and registered today. And hey, if you want to hang out with us every week outside of just the podcast, um, come over to the Overcomers Club. It's our private Facebook group. It's where our She Who Overcomes pod squad connects with us every week. You can search for it in at in Facebook by just searching for the Overcomers Club, or you can click on the link right here in the show notes. And be sure to click on all of the other show notes, like check out the rest of the show notes, because we share all the ways that you can work with us from online courses to books to private coaching, speaking, and even leadership training for yourself or your team or your your company. So with that, that's our episode today. We that's hope it. you enjoyed it. We hope you maybe laughed a little bit at how 
you know, Rachel's only making gravy and I don't <laughs> run around like a chicken with my head cut off anymore with seven Christmases, but I once upon a time did. So with that, um, we want to encourage you between now and when we spend time together again to rise up and lead well. And we will talk to you again soon on a brand new episode. Hey guys, thanks again for listening. Before you go, would you mind doing us a favor? We would love to hear your takeaways. So please leave us a review and a comment. You might just hear your name in a future episode when you do. This show is produced by Rayma Team Media, a division of Rayma Team LLC. If you'd like to learn more about how you can work with us, visit raymateam.com. That's www.raymateam.com. All right. Our coffee is cold, so we gotta go. See you next week.